Welcome back, dear listeners, to another edition of Eden's Conflict. I'm your host, Jai, here to guide you through the celestial journey, where we are going to pull back the curtains on the grand stage of redemption and reveal the artwork of God. In today's fourth and final episode, we are going to unravel the mystery to its conclusion of how God's divine agency intends for us to live now that we have been set free from the captive snare and entrapment of Satan's efforts. So let us embark on this final journey of the cosmic conflict, that we might understand the true grandeur and value of the treasure that we have been given, and what that means for you and I today. Before we begin, our verse of the day comes to us from 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 18, and 20. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. In the episodes leading up to today, we discussed how Satan's original goal was to claim God's divinity for himself and to take on the place, the presence of God, so that he might be the ultimate being. Yet, in our last episode, we talked about how God gave up that place for a willing sacrifice so that we might be redeemed by his blood. So then, 2 Corinthians gives us some insight into what that means for us. To all who receive the blessing that comes from God, they have been given something new. New as in non-existent. There was no premise or idea of it before. You see, God created a new type of being in the redemptive process. And these beings he now not only brings back into eternity, but he gives them the mission to bring others alongside them. This is the message that has been given to us. Simple yet transformative. We were recreated to shed our old selves and to mirror the image of the divine. Now perhaps you're thinking to yourself, is this not the same thing or something similar to the very thing that Satan desired? Didn't Satan's original plan involve him coveting God's place? And yet here God is giving it away? That can't be right. Let us see what another gem of scripture tells us on this subject. From Romans 12 verse 2, we find this. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Have you ever been to a historic landmark? Where once stood a famous building, now replaced with a new and different one? All that remains is the knowledge of what once was there. 
But the new building, while perhaps in an appearance and likeness referencing the old, is brand new in its construction. A new foundation, a new structure, a new internal workings and support frame. Nothing but the knowledge of the old and what the new being a representative of is what remains. God is seeking to remake us, not from the old structures, but in new structures where all that remains is the knowledge of what once stood there. He is not trying to fix or glamorize that which once possessed by sin. No, God is seeking to radically transform an overhaul, a metamorphosis, where our entire essence resonates with the symphony of heaven. God is creating a new species, a new being, an existence that has never been seen throughout all eternity. A being who, like God, understands the weight and consequences of good and evil, and chooses to share in the work of redeeming others and bringing them into the presence of the divine mind that they might share in his insights. These new creations have not done anything to deserve such gifts. No, in fact, to the contrary, but they are living proof of God's divine influence as they exhibit the love and character that made their very existence possible. The journey that lies before us is one fought with many trials, a path not always seeming straight, often full of pitfalls. Yet while we are given the promise to overcome. This does not detract from the important warnings we have been given. To be cautious of the snares the enemy seeks to mislead the children of God. 1 Peter 2 verses 21 and 22 helps to illuminate our path a little more. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. The path of the new creation is veiled in the glory of self-sacrifice and radiates the love for others that has not been seen since the foundation of the world. In this cosmic conflict of characters, we are called to craft our hearts into the image of God. And while on stage for all of the universe to behold our struggles and our victories, we are not left alone. No, we are called to synchronize our very steps with the heavenly hosts, always in rhythm and always in tune to those who are willing. This transformative adventure is not one that ends in dread or defeat 
but it is guaranteed to be the essence merging with the irresistible presence of the love of God. His grace drives our very steps to a new creation. Every leap forward and every effort put in is all to seek His likeness reimagined and then manifested in our own lives. Now, some people may view this as a burden, and to be honest, we as Christians are fully to blame for this. We have not presented the walk, the path, the love of God in a way that truly exonerates all that He has done. And that is okay. I don't mean that it's okay that we have done that. But because of this insight given throughout Scripture, we have now obtained the opportunity to course correct and enlighten our steps with His glory, His grand revelation. The theater of celestial beings is before us. The opening curtain, the act of Christ's sacrifice on full display so that we might now enter into the stage and sing of His glory the one bestowed upon humanity by the divine, a privilege that even the angels have not had. God seeks to give humanity the insight that Satan himself desired from the beginning of the fall. Yet, while Satan's ambition led to the degeneration and crumbling of the entire world, God's humble submission beckons us into a royal inheritance for all eternity. Talk about an ironic twist of poetic justice. Revelations 3.21 paints this scene in very vivid illustration. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. The throne of God is reserved for God. Yet, Christ is giving it away to all who overcome. But picture this, by leaning in to the character and nature of Christ, we not only share in His victory, but are embraced in His honor. A prize that Satan could not grasp is now freely given to all who do not deserve humbly accept it from Christ alone. If you doubt this, then listen to Jesus' very words in John 17, verse 21 through 23. That they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them, and you in me that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. And here is the twist of fate. Christ's redemptive artistry does not merely restore, but elevates. It is like fixing a shattered vessel, only to find it more magnificent than before its fall. What truer measure could exist to prove God's power, to create something from nothing, than to elevate the most fallen 
degenerative species in existence that will then emulate the love of God. This narrative reveals a God who plans not to thwart the enemy, but to bless humanity beyond imagination. We were not just pulled out of the very mire of sin, but elevated up to the very stars of heaven. Now, the journey from Eden to eternity may feel long and arduous, yet the experience is one that can only be told through that of a chrysalis, where one creature enters and a completely different one exits. This is the celestial story that is unfolding in our lives today. So, dear listeners, what will you do? Will you let God work in your life, humbly accepting the gifts that He has given and seeking to utilize it to its fullest potential? Or will you rebel, stand against, seek to live out your own life for your own selfish means? Will you be a reflection of the endless love of God, which has no bounds, and who invites others to participate in this divine gift? Or will you be a snare which seeks to lead astray and corrupt the minds of those who do not know the way? While I cannot speak for you, I can say this for myself, that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God's demonstrative love is something that is freely given to all who would ask. And so if that is your desire, then I invite you to pray with me at this time. Father in heaven, take my heart and mold it into your image. Let my experience be one that resonates with eternity, that springs forth into life and shares in your divine gift, laying down all that I would seek to cherish in this world. Thank you, Father, for hearing and answering this prayer. In Christ's holy name, amen. As we wrap up today's episode, I invite you to step into the promise and embrace the divine metamorphosis of God's love. Let His boundless glory radiate through you so that those around you can know the artistry of redemption isn't a fairy tale being told in some far off land, but it is an invitation being given to all who would receive God's divine hand. I leave you with the words found in Romans 5 verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Eden's Conflict. Until we should meet next week, remember, brothers and sisters, you were designed to be a reflection of the divine, and his promises are available to all of you, if only you would believe.
Are you ready for an epic spiritual showdown? With Eden's Conflict, it's more than just a game. It's an adventure in faith and strategy that brings biblical narratives to life. Crafted with stunning artwork and meticulous design, Eden's Conflict is a thrilling strategy card game that'll challenge your mind and engage your spirit. Pre-sales are now open. Be one of the first to experience the exhilarating journey through this divine battlefield. Visit EdensConflict.com and secure your pre-order today. Embark on a mission where faith meets fun and prepare for a gaming experience like no other. Eden's Conflict, where every game is a new adventure in the Word of God.